Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Name is Podcast. This is Alicia. This is Sierra. And we are here with our second episode of season two. Yes. How you feeling? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Minus the snow outside, but you know I'm doing great great regardless. I like the snow again. (laughs) I think we revisited that last episode. I think we're... I think it was... Was it raining last time or snowing? It was snowing last time, I think. Yeah. And I don't do that. It's not sticking on the streets, so hopefully you're good. No, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm chilling. That's good. I'm chilling. All right. Well, let's get into it. You want to drop the socials real quick. Yes. Follow us on Facebook at Official Nameless Podcast and on Instagram, Nameless underscore podcast underscore. We are only 16 16 people. 16 people away. 300. 300 and the 300 person gets a free hoodie so facts check it out and you can win some free merch so yeah make sure you give us a follow and all that um our instagram numbers are getting up there but yeah. like we always say we're way more active on facebook so make sure you check that out because all the links are posted to all the platforms where you can catch Everything. all of season one and then the rest of season two when we post it yes all right. yeah. what we're talking about yeah we are talking about a pretty in-depth topic if i do say so myself even though i mean every topic we talk about is pretty in-depth pretty in-depth but it is basically about the criminal justice system in america yes and some stories specifics examples that we may have of sometimes the justice system (laughs) failing people yes (laughs) Um, but first, we're going to talk about the Long Shot documentary on Netflix. On Netflix, right. I watched that recently. Um, she told me actually to watch it because I had never watched it. It's been out since, what, like 2017? It's been out for a minute. Yeah, I saw it like it's a while It's been like a couple ago. years. Yeah. Um, but basically, it's about Juan, this guy named Juan in California. He was uh, committed of a crime that he did not actually... Accused? Accused, yes. I'm going to say, oh, bring no, it back, player. Yes, this <laughs> is a crime that he did not commit. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Um, but that was... In Los Angeles. In 2003. Yes, and he was locked up from... Martha Puebla? Puebla. Okay, listen, I kind of want to... Okay, he was charged with this crime May 12th of 2003. Every single type of crime or true crime documentary series that I watch, people are always murdered right around my birthday. Like, it's always, like, the first or second week of May. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because, like, the weather's getting nice. You what the moon is might be like a full moon and people just acting crazy i mean it could be but it's literally every single documentary i watch it's like may 2nd person arrested <laughs> killed their mom stabbed them shanked them up like and it's always okay anyways we're getting on topic but anyways yes may 12 2003 martha puebla she was 16 years old she was murdered in a drive-by in a drive-by shooting yes and they 
thought that it was Juan because Juan's brother actually she she testified in the case that Juan's brother was in. Right. And they thought that he was trying to retaliate against her because his brother got what she life. said. Right. But he didn't even know. Who so she like was. what happened was he was like, Yo, I was at a baseball game with my mm-hmm. son the whole entire time. Uh, his daughter I'm sorry okay child of his anyways gender doesn't matter but he was like I was at a baseball game with my kid like I have the tickets to prove it but then they still took him to trial and they still weren't trying to listen to anything like that tickets didn't prove anything basically because yeah he could have bought them from anybody yeah they didn't have proof like evidence like actual video footage and it was 2003 flip phones eh, cameras you really wouldn't be like on snapchat snapchat wasn't even a thing oh yeah no so he wouldn't really have like proof like yo here we go timestamp all my memory exactly (laughs) and so what happened after that then when he got the trial um when he got the the trial when they got to trial and then his attorneys were very good actually like pushing 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 they actually contacted the it was the los angeles dodgers yes their baseball team their pr representatives and everything contact them um and they actually pulled who was there because juan said that there was a production company yeah somebody was like filming a show Um, and they were like right by his um his seat and the show i want to say is curb your enthusiasm it was on hbo right um so they reached out to those producers those producers ended up pulling like all the um i forgot what they called them it was like like the b footage it was like yeah it was like little clips that they took from like across the stadium and everything they went through it for hours and hours and hours and they finally actually found juan on camera oh yeah like he was walking right past the camera as soon as they were shooting and he wasn't actually supposed to go down but they let him walk past anyway to go back to receive i i saw that like the people who were doing the production or whatever they were like yeah we were told like don't let anybody come down the shop but then i guess so and so didn't do their job correctly so they were like bad pr yeah yeah but he walked down and literally sat with like a hot dog in his hand and a drink with his kid and he was caught on camera and that was the only thing that saved him from going to jail for murder that he didn't do so like good thing like his attorneys actually took the initiative to like push. to push for it and actually like i guess you can say believed him, him. Yeah, i mean, mean he had the ticket so like i feel as if i know but if you're but def- then he also had two other witnesses he was with his friend and his cousin true and his daughter true so he they- but my thing is like even if you're a defense attorney for like a murderer mm-hmm. like obviously you have to say like my client's not guilty because it's like you're being paid to like true defend them yeah and you're not gonna even even your own bare minimum right and your own personal like opinions aside Mm -hmm. like you still have to say they're not guilty Guilty. yes but this man actually wasn't guilty guilty. (laughs) and he tried to get but it was it was Go on Netflix and just watch it. Oh, like, I'm telling you, really you good. won't regret it. I watched it in a night. Like, it's not even that long. It's like probably 45 minutes. Or something yeah, it's like a that. short documentary. So, but it's really good. Like, but it does, like I said, talk to actually attorneys following the proper protocol. protocols and procedures that are needed for situations like that. Mm-hmm. And the justice system in his case actually did work. Yes, it in did. his favor and worked properly. But it. It's not working in. But um, it's not working in another person that's Stephen on Netflix. Avery. Stephen Avery. <laughs> Making a murder. I'm sure everybody's seen Making a Murderer. If yes. you haven't, Continue maybe you're now. living on, under a rock or something. Honestly, I don't know. I've never truly watched it. But you haven't? I, no, but I know about it. Like I've read articles and like so I know what's going on with it, but I've actually never watched the documentary. Listen, the they, ser- it's they, a series, right? 
yeah, it's two seasons out. Yeah, but never it's it. it was filmed over a course of like ten years, ten years yes. almost. Yeah. Yeah, I knew all that. But I just they wilding out there in Wisconsin. Okay, that's <laughs> all I gotta say. Wisconsin, yo, get your stuff together, play. Yo. No, okay, but Stephen Avery, like I said, if you haven't seen it, go watch it along with the other one. But he basically served like seventeen years in jail for a crime that he didn't commit. Yes. And he was exonerated then at that point yeah. and got out of jail uh, because of DNA. Like, yes, I think it happened no in like the 80s. It was, it was like 20, no, yes, it was like 18, 1983. Yeah, it was a 85. while ago. You used to say 20 years ago. 20 years ago is 2000. That's, that's why I had to stop I myself that, saying that. It's that's 40 disgusting. years ago, actually. But I guess like during that time, DNA wasn't like a prominent okay, thing. So, like, they had DNA and stuff, but then they were just able to run it probably, I think, the early 2000s, so he got out of jail. So then he basically was suing the police department for faulty conviction Uh and stuff like that. And he was about to make, like, $20 million. They were going to owe him so much money. But then he got caught up in a whole nother conspiracy thing about this woman who was last seen at his house, taking pictures of his cars he was selling. She ends up dead. They thought it was him. They think it's him. And so now that's another reason why he's sitting in jail once again. Yes. But for a crime that he, there's no DNA evidence, there's nothing, and they won't listen to what he has to say. Literally. But his nephew. Yes. His nephew is also, was. His nephew got out, right? Or he is getting, he's eligible he's for parole. He's already, yeah. I think he got out like two years ago or something like that. Okay. Yeah. I could have sworn he's either about to get out or is out. Yeah. No, but there was no sure. DNA evidence for any of them. But the, his t- his nephew was like 16 years but old at the time. Yeah. And then he had like disabilities. Yeah. He had like a mental, mental so health was, issue. Yes. And they blamed him. Just like right. they blamed Stephen Avery. But there's no evidence. Exactly. So that... There's an example now of this criminal justice system not working out in your favor. And the steps. Oh, true. The different states. states. Think of the states, too. He's in Wisconsin. Which is pretty conservative. Juan was in Los Angeles, California. True. So, which brings us to Texas. Well, right. Okay, go ahead. Introduce that. But no, Stephen Avery, hopefully you get out soon and people actually believe what you say. I I personally think it's by state. Yeah, watch a documentary about him and come to us about your own opinions. He just um, retried to go for a retrial or whatever, and he got denied for like, his appeal or whatever. Yeah, because they don't want to pay they him all the money that he's going to be owed. He, he spent like 50 years of his life in jail. He's been in jail more he's than he's been out of jail for crimes that he didn't, didn't even commit. commit. Yeah, no, that's not that's not right. Like, No, not at all. But you want to touch on something that's you know pretty in texas right now all right so we're talking about different states and whatnot and how their justice system works because that's basically how it is like it goes state by state and different there's different protocols and everything but there is a guy in texas his name is biondi roley um he's actually been committed of a crime that i met why do i keep (sighs) saying that he's actually been accused of a crime and it's serving time yes like he got life with no no parole. no parole and there's no evidence on him either like they tested his hands for gun residue everything they did everything that they could have nothing came back to him but wait let's tell the backstory first though oh you want to tell it yeah all right yeah. so beyondy reached out to us actually about his whole story and he wanted just to get basically like 
um, out there. raise awareness yes. of the situation that he's in and that other people may possibly be in. So shout out Beyonce if you're listening. Yes, yeah, shout out you. Um, but I guess he lived in an apartment complex and his neighbor was using his electricity. There was, they were, they were using, they were giving favors to each other. Basically, some type of dispute happened between them because there was money, I think, involved. Yeah, that was somebody owed be something or right. whatever. Um, the neighbor. The neighbor came to Biondi's house one night while he wasn't even there. His girlfriend was there at the time, and I guess he kicked his door. And then obviously the girlfriend was there and she's probably like freaking out, like oh, what's going yeah. on. So she called Biondi and I guess he came back home, but he got like two of his friends. And then I don't know what could have possibly been going through his head. Maybe it was just like, why would you do that? I think it was more like a revenge thing. Like you did it to me. I'm going to come back and kick your door back in. Right. So, but he actually succeeded in kicking the door in. Definitely did. But his two friends ran into the house. Right. And, um, and the, unfortunately, the female that got shot, she, she died in the house. Um, but his, his friend had a gun, and Biondi said that he, doesn't, he didn't even know that his friend had a gun. And what, he, what his friend was even trying to do. No, yeah, you know he what had I mean? no, and he told them, like, yo, don't go in the house. Like, I was just telling I'm kicking the door just to yell to him to come out. Like, come so out. he can have a conversation, probably, like, right? I'm not going in your house. But his friend ran in the house, and next thing you know, Biondi heard the shots, and... He's getting arrested. An hour for, later. And there's no gun residue on his hand. Literally, he had no evidence of gunpowder, nothing. Like, and the only thing he did was kick the door in. So, but he's the only one charged with capital murder, serving a life sentence without the possibility of parole. The other, the one person that was with him was a juvenile at the time. Yes. And this happened in 2003. So, Beyond, he's been in jail. Oh, 2008? Uh, I want to 2008? I'm not sure 100%. I feel like it's Let 2008. Actually, I'm going to pull up the statistics but, real quick. So he's been in jail for like, I think, 13, 15 years. His, February 3rd, 2008. The person that was the juvenile with it, within the group of three, like, wrote a letter to the prosecution, like, yo, Beyond, he didn't pull the trigger. Like, it was so-and-so, the other person that was with us, like, and everybody knows that there's letters that, like, we have... Yes. That show yeah, that the prosecution yes. and Beyondi's lawyer reached out and was like, yo, like, it's not him. Why are you only charging him with the capital murder? And the most messed up thing is what? The person that actually did it is eligible for parole. Like this month. And <laughs> Beyondi's so still in Sitting prison. There. And right. he's not going to have a chance probably to ever get a retrial because with Texas laws, they're just... They don't care. But then another thing that adds, like, another layer to this whole story is that the victim was pregnant. Mm -hmm. So we all know how Texas is with fetuses, the fetus fetish. That's weird. I'm going to call it the fetus fetish. Like, they're they're obsessed with that. So what they did at Beyondi's hearing, they showed pictures of the dead dead fetus. So essentially, the documents that we have, too... It they're basically like you shouldn't have did that because it it could sway the jury more than like Thing. to say oh my god he's he's guilty right basically, because you're, you're showing me a, a, a lifeless baby like that's not even like yeah full grown exactly so, like, it's not taking out of the fact that like she was pregnant like obviously that needs to be known because that's terrible that yes. they both lost their life because of whatever but you shouldn't have showed 
the pictures because that's going to sway somebody more than anything. Oh, yeah. So that's, I think, what he's arguing. He's trying, yeah, and the fact that to there's get no trial. evidence or anything on him. Right. Like, literally, he's not. Never been in trouble. He was played football. No criminal history. Yes. But the kicker, again, is what? The only black person yes. out of all three of them. He was the only colored person. And the only black. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So bring it back to the justice system again and how different state by state, they don't, it, it, all, it all has to come down to their justice system in that state. Yeah. If they want to push and actually like understand you and give you a retrial and stuff, they will. But if their laws already state from 1983 and stuff <laughs> right. that they can't, there's no way those laws are going to change because they haven't changed yet. Preach it. And that's what we're trying to do. Like, y'all gotta yeah, these laws. it's just like, and also like, gosh, hopefully he gets a new trial because I think um, sure. uh, his girlfriend, when we spoke with her, said that he does have a new lawyer right now. Yes, he is trying to get all the evidence compiled that he needs to actually try to appeal again. Because I'm pretty sure he did appeal back in 2012 mm-hmm. and they denied him. Like he, they still gave him the same sentence. Right. Um, so I think he's trying to get this out there more as well as he has a different lawyer and a different legal team to help him. So hopefully the new legal team is better than the first pushing one. And- I mean, not that the first one didn't do it because we do have those letters that they were trying to reach out to the prosecution and like, yo, it's like prosecution though at that point. they, they did not care. Yeah. So. so hopefully he gets a new trial or something like that. Or I don't know, pray for Beyondy though. That's all I gotta right. say. And the innocence projects help people. Like yeah, him. I was gonna say, flip side right. of people like him, um, and their situation is the Innocence Project. Yes, you want to tell them what people? If people um, don't know already what that is, the Innocence Project was founded in 1992 uh, by Peter Newfound New Newfield Newfield and Barry Sheck. Um, basically, they're exonerating the wrongfully convicted. Um, right. So anyone that has been convicted of a crime that they didn't actually do, they're trying to get them out and back on the streets but the sad thing about that is 58% of the people that they've helped are blacks and 33% are white 7% are Latin and 2% are Native American and Asian Um, but they have won 237 cases total so So that's positive that is a big thing and then they also came to the conclusion that 63% of their cases that they take on are related to eyewitness misidentification and another thing with Beyondi's case, he was never actually identified as That's the right, we didn't say that. He was never identified. Because the victim so was there no with her boyfriend, yes. and the boyfriend was like, oh, it was like a shadowy figure. They, they could not tell who it actually was. They didn't pick anyone from a lineup. They didn't right. do any of that. So at the end of the day, he is falling into that 63% that... And the saddest thing about all this that like yes they won 237 cases but like on average the people that they have helped get oh, yeah. exonerated have served 16 years. 16 years. Average. So that means there's 
it's higher than it's that, higher than that. and then a little bit lower like than that. 20 years before they've gone out yeah they literally average all the 237 cases together so you don't even it's way more it could be way more than that i want to do that math to see if i can get that number <laughs> honestly best of luck to you i help you with that sorry I'll, I'll see if i can get that for like follow episodes no but 52 percent was misapplied forensic science so like either they had like things to test and they just weren't testing it or they knew about something and they just didn't care to look that up and 27 percent is about false confessions yes so and that's like co- co- coercion oh, god damn my cats coercive coercive all right i'm just gonna stop you say it for me thanks now i'm gonna start saying it like you so we're just gonna skip that corrosive part. products no shit <laughs> coercive probably tactics let's yes. say it that way Okay, so that's like me, like yo, you know you did it, you know you did it. Yeah, like no, I didn't do tactics. it. Basically, like they're they're trying to get you to say something that you didn't. Do. Right, so. and there is another example of that. Again, if you're living under a rock, I hope you're not, and you know what this is, the Central Park Five, for real, where the cor- coercive tactics by police was full out in effect so it was on juveniles for that. these kids it was juveniles so at that time they shouldn't have even been talking to them because there were no parents oh fact. so they broke that law but then i don't know if the Inno- did the innocence project help them get out too because i don't remember if they were around back I'm then honestly not too sure no, i mean the I... innocence project came out in 1992 so i don't think they were around because didn't they the no this Park was in 95 or 96 right what, Central Park Five? Yeah. It was like in the 90s. I think it was. Because they're all like 40-something now. See, I watched that documentary, what is it, When They See Us? Yes. I can only really watch that once. And obviously it's about their story. But if you haven't seen that, I hope you watch that as well. Because that's a very good, like, even though it's a scripted drama, it's still it a still documentary. It, yeah. And the young actors did, like, great job just portraying the hell that these five individuals actually went through because of being um they were committed convicted why keep we why do we keep saying committed (laughs) sheesh convicted of a crime of raping and murdering a woman in central park but no dna but no dna matched them i'm pretty sure the person that actually did this he was like a serial rapist or something. Oh, really? So yeah. they actually find the real person? Yeah, they, somebody confessed or whatever to so-and-so. Oh, wow. You, I never watched Did you that. watch that? No, oh, watched you have to watch that. I know that. about it. I just never You're watched You're going to cry your heart out, and that's why I can only watch it once because it was that crazy. It but the that person bad. that oh. played Corey Wise, mm-hmm. I forget what his name is. He won like an Emmy or something for oh, his... Wow. For his role? That's it's up, so though. sad, but they literally like held these kids for like seven seventeen hours. Seven hours. It like hours. it was crazy how long they had them under like circumstances. Like literally, like you did this, you know, you did this. Just tell us what happened. That, tell us what happened. I'm gonna go back to Juan because they did that with Juan actually. Didn't the um, detective change everything to prove that it was Juan? See, sure. I haven't seen that documentary in a minute, but I think I think so. Because basically, the detectives with the Central Park Fire, they were trying to make them say like, "This is what you did," and then after the seven hours, they finally got their confession on videotape. So for seven hours, they were coaching them on what to say. But I'm pretty sure, if I recall, in the long shot documentary, mm-hmm. Juan, the prosecutors or the detectives that were trying to get Juan, they actually circled his 
picture in an eyewitness photo and actually like this him. is the person like, that did person. it yeah okay. but it wasn't true and then at the end of that go go watch it because at the end of it they actually the detectives are actually admitting that they did that see and that's so messed up because that's like bringing into like like we talked about the lawyers already and like mm -hmm. making sure you're actually like doing what you need to do making sure you're getting all the evidence for your client re regardless of I'm sorry, I, I, I will only say, like, if you're actually innocent. Yeah. Like, if you're not, like, not saying do the bare minimum if you're a lawyer for them, but, like, if you know for a fact this person did not do it, make sure you're, like, do doing what do you what need you, to do to like get that evidence and get that person acquitted. But it also boils down to the police officers that are involved in, like, tasked the detectives with trying to figure out the crimes and what happened and, and compiling all the evidence that they possibly can. And nine times out of 10, I wanna say, they actually don't do that. Mm -mm. And like you said, it's probably dependent upon where people live it ha it has and stuff be. like that. Like right here, the two detectives that were working on the case, they admitted that they were purposely asking Ron questions to incriminate himself when they first arrested him. They tried to scare him by circling his picture after he was arrested. Yeah. So. Cause like for them, it's probably all about the numbers. like. I need to have like 10 convictions this month because my superior is telling me yeah, that they, they don't they don't say that they have a quota but but they do they have a quota it Notice is at the end of the month how many people are getting pulled over by before it hits the first look on the side of the road or just look <laughs> around you and notice how many police officers are out <laughs> trying to pull people over I'm telling you no, but it's but if it's like about somebody's life, like take away, like do your actual your job correctly, and like you're gonna literally force somebody to live in a cage for the rest of your life because you didn't want to go and talk to this lead on this witness or get the evidence, get the evidence from this person or do your, what you're supposed to do. Your job um, <laughs> because you just want to get that conviction and move on to the next one. Like no, and it's worse for public defenders too because public defenders they get paid from the state. And they're, they're very paid, overwhelmed they're getting too. paid regardless so right. they have at least like a 50 people caseload like 50 person caseload so like, more than that hypothetically like yeah. speaking because there's multiple public defenders so True. but they have a lot of people on their caseload so public defenders they're still getting paid regardless so that's why say you got a public defender for a case that you know you didn't do if you get convicted for that nine times out of ten probably because you have a public defender and they're, they're doing the bare minimum regardless right they're, you're not gonna you don't pay them they get paid by the state so which is sad because it's like if why go into a career where you don't become actually want to actually help people like I, that's just so mind-blowing to me like why don't you go to actual private practice right right but most of the public defenders do have private practices too and they do the public defender on the side yes oh, god so well, do you have everyone. any thoughts and opinions on what needs to change real quick? Because I gave my my opinion on what I think. Just, just do your job just right. Do your, literally, like, y'all just got to care. Like, I've worked in prison system. So, like, being a correctional officer, like, you, I see it from that side. Like, after they come in from police officers that have treated them horribly. Right. Like, they think that everyone's like that because of the police officer. That's their first encounter before they come to prison. Right. So if the police officer is acting like a straight bee-ha-ha. <laughs> Douche canoe. Yeah, and then they bring you in, their police officer just drops you and leaves. Like, they don't gotta deal they with that. They don't care, right. Same thing with the public defender. They don't care, because they just gotta, your case is done, all right, let me go to my next one. I'm still getting paid. Like, just care. Like, literally, they're still humans. Regardless of what happens, they're still humans. Like, yeah, humans that may have messed up, made a mistake, 
down the line. That doesn't mean they they're, they're horrible they're, people. Like no. Like some people just don't understand. I guess like I've had there's been multiple people in the prisons I've worked at that they come back because they don't know how to function on the outside. Outside, yeah. And that's another thing. Prisons they have programs like that, like rehabilitation programs to get you back on the outside. They don't do that. They send you a bill. Like, here. You were in here? Yo, you said that the other day. I think you were like, yeah, you get a bill after yeah. you get out of jail. I'm like, wait, You literally what? get a bill in the mail. I did not know that. For however much money, however long you were there. Like, and but you, if you're in county, you're only there for uh, two years. You can only be in county prison for up to two years. Mm-hmm. It's like two years a day under. Like, it's some saying that they say. So if your sentence is up to five, six, seven years, you're getting transferred to state after two years. So you have to spend two years in county, and then you're getting transferred to state for another five years. So you get the bill after county. You get the bill after county and state. <laughs> I did not know that. And that's so crazy that they even do that because people you make people are making money off of people in jail. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they're making money off of having X amount of people incarcerated and then you mean to tell me you're still going to send a bill to somebody? Yeah, so like, even if you do get arrested and you already had prior charges or fines and you try to get like commissary or money on your books, right. they take that until your fine is paid up. That's crazy. So if your fine is paid up, after six months and you you're about to get out you didn't get that commissary for six months because that went towards your fine right and then you're still getting out to get your other court court costs and fees like your housing like you still get out to get all that literally i'm telling you if you ever see a break i'll see if i can find one a breakdown of the amount of money that it comes on a fine or anything like that you'll be astounded 25 dollars for shoes like $25 $25 for a picture. Like, literally, they charge you for, like, every little thing. That yeah, I'm about to hop do. on Google real quick and try to find I'll, one. I'll, just like I'll a, show you. I'll, yeah, I'll try to find cool one for you. But it's, it's, it's horrible. They just need to change, literally, like, the whole system. The whole system does need to be changed. Like, obviously, it's, like, grateful that we're in America and that you can even have a trial. But, like, they say, like, a right to a speedy, speedy trial. trial. No, it's, like, Two literally. three years later. Yeah, even longer than that. Beyondy's still waiting literally. for them to even, like, approve a possible trial which after they approve it it could even still be longer like, like two years. more years three more years yeah just y'all just just care about them literally. I, that's what i feel yeah get some people. get some programs up like sierra said because most okay america is like the only country that literally doesn't have any rehabilitation transfer like program transitioning yeah literally. like and most, they do have like halfway houses and stuff but that's like yeah, that's for like people that are like on drugs or like but that's not really that's not really rehabilitation it. exactly that's what i'm saying like, they think that like halfway houses and like um what is the what is it um like, work release yeah and stuff like that yeah. like that's your privileges type thing but and you're transitioning because you go typically from the county to work release if you get a job true. or if you get approved true but you still have to come back and everything but you're still they're still not giving you counseling and how to actually understand the outside right. world so well just know that there are you know things available hopefully in your local area and it should be you know be just be an advocate too if you see something wrong or you're involved in something just make sure whoever you're talking to is doing what they need to do but any any last thoughts next episode we got our trainers in the building I can't stand y'all. <laughs> just to let you know. No, both our faces were like. If you ever uh, listen to this, y'all, I can't stand y'all, but I got love for y'all. 
Just saying. They've been whipping our butts for the past five weeks. But no, we are going to have them on to talk about healthy lifestyle living in America. Is America actually healthy? No. Or not? And no. where changes need to happen. And, and they're twins, too. So. They're twins. And hopefully they can give us an actual, like, raw, real, because they help people get into fitness yes, and have their own business, healthy living so. y'all will hear more from them yeah, straight absolutely. from the source so we got them coming but you want to drop our socials again? i will gladly drop the social okay so Thank our you. facebook is official nameless podcast instagram nameless underscore podcast underscore we are 16 16. 16 away from our 300th like and if you're our 300th like you get a free nameless podcast hoodie and if your friend Helps. helps us or is the 300th like then you get a hoodie too so technically there's it's like two. two free hoodies out there two for the take-in so make Come sure you give us a follow um, on our facebook we do have all the links to all the places you can listen to our podcast and hopefully you guys are enjoying second season we got yeah, a lot more content lot coming out coming for you guys out. and this is alicia this is sierra and you're listening to the name is podcast and we will talk, talk to, to you, you soon, soon. Bye, guys. peace out Hey, what's up? Be the change hotline. We're closed right now. Leave a message and I'll get back to you soon. Nameless? Hey, yo, is this Nameless Podcast? I heard y'all was being the change. Guess I missed y'all. I'll see y'all later. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.